content broadcasted through Swinging Single Podcast is intended for adult audiences and is offered solely for entertainment and informative purposes. The views and opinions discussed may not echo the opinions or perspectives of the podcast creators, sponsors, or associates. Please note that the content in the Swinging Single Podcast is strictly not suitable for individuals below the age of 18. User discretion is advised. Our podcast content should not be taken as legal, professional, or financial advice, and listeners should seek proper advice as required from a qualified professional. Any use of trademarks, logos, and copyrights associated with Swinging Single Podcasts is prohibited without prior written consent. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another exciting episode of the Swinging Single Podcast with your host, A.C. Maxwell. Today, we will go into the thrilling swinging adventures in both Ohio and Pennsylvania. Buckle up, get ready for an exhilarating journey. Our first stop takes us to Club Escape, nestled in the vibrant city of Cleveland, Ohio, the birthplace of rock and roll or the Walk and Roll Hall of Fame. The hot spot for swinging culture offers a dynamic and enticing atmosphere for like-minded individuals to explore their desires and connect with fellow swingers. AC shares his experiences, painting a vivid picture of a tantalizing energy that permeates the walk club walls. But our adventure doesn't stop there. No, no. We then venture off to the serene country home situated right on the Ohio-Pennsylvania border. This picturesque location serves as a backdrop for some unforgettable swinging encounters. AC takes us through this, through his escapades, highlighting the unique blend of excitement and tranquility that his hidden gym offers. Now let's talk about DJ's Islands, AC's personal favorite swingers club in Beaver Falls, Pennsylvania. Behind the assuming facade of a machine shop looking building lies a playground of sexual pleasure. AC recants all his tales of the tantalized experiences he has had within those walls, immersing us in the passionate and welcoming atmosphere that DJ Island is renowned for. But that is not all. AC dives in the world of swinging terminology, unraveling the various terms that swingers use to navigate their encounters. From soft swat, where couples engage in intimate activities without full sexual penetration, to the exclusive unicorns, single women who engage in sexual encounters with couples. AC sheds light on these intriguing aspects of the swinging lifestyle. So join us on the Swinging Single Podcast as I, A.C. Maxwell, takes us on an enthralling journey through his swinging adventures in Ohio and Pennsylvania. Experience the thrill and passion in the alluring world of swinging culture. Stay tuned for this episode, packed with tantalizing stories and insights that will leave you wanting more. All right, everybody, let's talk about swinging and my experiences as a single male in this lifestyle. So let's start going to Club Escape. That was a club that was in Cleveland, Ohio. I do believe it's still open today. I took my date, Heather, for the New Year's celebration. And what a celebration it was. Me and her had a great time. We swapped with another couple, another young couple, and we watched a lot of people have sex there. And it was just a great time for everybody. Felt welcome. No pressure, no nothing. So we get in there. It's upstairs. You got to pay as usual. Go upstairs. There's a nice little bar, a little dance floor. They have rooms and all that. bunch of uh, individuals' rooms where you can go and play. You don't need uh, anyone to hold your hand. You know what this all is all about. So we're there. We're dancing. We're drinking. Well, she's drinking. I'm drinking my Coke. I'm having a good old time. I'm driving anyways. So, you know, I'm kind of tired anyways because we were fucking all day because we were staying at the hotel. So we were fucking all day. She gets dressed. We get there, you know, yada, yada, yada. So I'm not really horned up like I'm usually. She drained my balls pretty good. So that was, I guess, bad for me, but good for her. So we're talking and we run into this younger couple and we talk with them we just ask them how they're doing it's the first time here we told them it was our first time here and it was their first time uh at the club themselves so we kind of had that in, in common 
So we talk and, you know, exchange everything. So we finally said, oh, let's all go back to the back room. So we're all headed to the back room to check everything out. And they had this this loft up there. And it was kind of a dumb place to go fuck, but that's where we ended up. So we go up to the loft, me and Heather, the other couple, and we just start to swap. You know, the usual. Um, we start Heather sucking his dick. She's sucking my dick. Then she sits on my face. We do a 69. I'm not really paying attention to what Heather's doing, but I'm, I'm trying my best to make sure the woman is good. Well... They start fucking, we start fucking. We put a, I put a condom on, I start fucking her. And it's a good 15, 20 minutes. They're done. They're just watching us, but I'm still pounding away. The reason why it's taking me so damn long, usually I can come on to command, which is a nice little gift I got, is that, like I said, me and Heather were screwing all day that day in the hotel room, and I was pretty much drained. So by this time, I'm shooting, you know, a little bit coming out, but that's it. But I'm still having a good orgasm. So finally, you know, I actually tried and tried, and I finally busted my nut. You know, it wasn't that great one, but it was one where I thought her hubby was getting not too happy with me because we were going at it for so long, and he was finished already. Heather did have some good pussy. She could, when she rides you, it was about five minutes max that you would get on her after that you would bust nut so he was you know he was one of the victims from heather so we finish up we clean up and we instead of going off with them and it's not about it is not midnight yet so there's no ball drop so we go out check everyone we watch a couple go in with a bunch of black guys into a room too bad they shut the door me and heather do love to watch so that was a disappointment right there and then from what I remember it was night was for watching people have sex it was very disappointing because no one was fucking out in the open you had the BDSM you know the people spanking and all that which we're not into I'm not into that so we're sitting there pretty much with our thumbs up our asses for the rest of the night the ball drops me and her have a kiss we call family say happy new year yada 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 and we go off to ourselves and we're start fucking on a you know what is it like one of those little sofa couches we start fucking no one joins in and all that Heather gets on top of me Pam blow my load game over night over Heather gets upset she doesn't want to be she wants to fuck but she's not getting any action from anybody and I think a lot of it was that it was New Year's Eve and that people were really really drunk at this time so one o'clock in the morning we're going home and we're going back to the hotel and that would be the last time we ever go or i even go to escape i do believe they allow single men in which is a good thing because a lot of places don't even when i'm with someone i don't like going to clubs where they don't allow single guys and i always think that's not a great thing for a club very discriminatory so I always give good reviews to clubs that do allow single men. The ones that don't, I could really give a shit less about because of the fact that you do discriminate uh, and all that. Just charge the guys a lot of money, 200 bucks a pop. Tell them you want to come in, $200. You know what? A guy who's serious about it will pay. A guy who's not serious about it will not pay. And as you can see in Houston, why is Smoochie's packed on a Friday night in Colette's or TPC or the tea in the night game is not. Because the guys don't want to pay. They're not serious about it. They want it the cheap way. So I would recommend letting guys, single guys in. If the couples don't like it, well, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. But we'll talk about that when we talk about swinger terminology. So we go back to the hotel. And we I fucked her with her, her glass tildo. I couldn't do it no more. I was tired. I just wanted to go to bed make her come. She made make her squirt, make her get all, you know try to tire her out so but i didn't that was a bad thing i didn't tire her out she was very 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 horny for some reason i was like holy shit usually she wasn't this she's not like that usually i'm the one that keeps going but she's the one that went and she tired me out so 
we went to, I, we finally got to bed. She finally let me go to bed. I don't know. She probably masturbated a couple of times when I was sleeping, but good for her. I always told her. So that was our club escape. No, you know, not much, you know, fantasy, nothing really too raunchy. You know, nothing great to talk about, but, you know, it's only the one time there. If I'm sure we would have gone back, probably wouldn't have been the same or even better because you never know. I always say clubs are hit and misses. Then my second best club, like I always said, if it's out in the middle of nowhere, it's going to be a fun time. There was this place called the Country Home, and it was right on the Ohio-Pennsylvania border. I'm living in Buffalo this time, so it's only a two-hour drive for me to go to this place. I happened to accidentally come upon this club. I never would have guessed it. I would never ever thought that there would be a club there, but it's really out in the middle of fucking nowhere. When you go there, you will see the Quakers and all that on the roads. So it's just like it says, it's a country home. It's a home in the country. Some old lady ran it. Her house was in the front. The, the place with the club was in the back. And it was just like a regular home. Beds. Um, they had beds. I think it was a four-bedroom, three-bath uh, house. The garage was set up where it was the dance floor and the bar area. They had a kitchen and all that. People would bullshit in the kitchen. They had a couch and all that. And they had, in the back of it, they had a hot tub which I never saw and never played in, but there was a hot tub because people would be coming in wet. So, and I always go there as a single. This club was, at one time in its prime, was a very good club. People told me that you would have to step over people because everyone was fucking everywhere. It was like one big orgy all the time. Then you know what happens. The news gets a hold of there's a swinger club out in the middle of nowhere and they want to do an expose on swinging and all that. They want to vilify us for some reason. So we're there. I go there for the first time. They allow single guys on a Saturday. I was like, oh, wow. So I checked it out on a Saturday. And, you know, not much happened. You know, typical just find one couple, play with them, have sex with them. And uh, do all kinds of different stuff. So we're over there. I take her in the back of the bed. I'm going down on her. She's telling me how to do it for her to get her off. I get her off, and that was it. We didn't do much after that. It was mostly just oral sex for her. Um, her husband started having a, you know, having a problem, or not like a mentor anger problem. He was getting sick. You know, that's what happens when you drink a lot. So that was a problem right there. So they end up leaving. You know, I'm happy because I made a girl come. I ate her pussy. Tasted great. And I go out there, go dancing. I always figured that dancing was the best way to meet people. And it usually works. People see how you can dance and they equate it to you being able to have sex. So I go start dancing back in my good old days when I could dance and hook up with this another couple she says let's go back to the back room and I'm like okay so I'm like let's go let's start walking to the back room and I go like is your husband coming she's like no you're not. my husband ain't gonna come he'll, he'll join us later so I was like oh okay sounds good now this is not usually what happens usually the guy comes with us so i was like oh, i don't know what to think but i'm only thing i know i'm gonna have some fun i start doing my thing start having all kinds of fun with her and we go at it i'm going down on her fingering her at the same time you know licked her asshole a little bit got her all set and ready to go you know and i'm like do i need a condom she's like no i was like all right Stupid me, stick my dick in there, start, we start fucking, we're doing doggy style, missionary, she's on top, and all that, so it was awesome, it was a great time. She was a younger, uh, I think she was in her mid-40s at the time, and I'm only 30 at the time too, so I was like, okay, this is great, you know, we had a great time, you know, husband's in there, I blow my load inside of her, husband comes up behind her, does the same thing, she had two, two nice loads inside of her. And we hang out for a bit in the room. We finally leave about 
15 minutes after we're all finished. And, you know, she kind of latches on to me. She's dancing with me back on the dance floor. And, you know, he's having fun with himself. He's doing things with by himself. So at the end of the night, she asked me for my number, which is kind of, for me, it was kind of weird that she was asking me for my number. Because a lot of couples, don't they always ask me, what's your screen name? And I tell them my screen name. But she asked me for my personal phone number. So I gave it to her, not thinking anything of it. This would be end up being my first couple I would have a relationship with, where I'm with them all the time. Well, actually, I was with her all the time. So that was what made it, you know, weird, different, weird for me, because usually I'm always in a threesome. I'm not in a twosome. So she calls me um, a week later. She says, uh, she knows I'm from Buffalo, so she says, why don't we meet halfway and spend the weekend together? I'm like, what? You just meet us halfway, we'll get a hotel room, we'll just play all weekend. I go, okay, is your husband coming? She's like, no, he's sending me out there to do it, do it with you and all that. He's got his girlfriend. So I'm like, oh, he's got a girlfriend. So, okay. So they have like, this is before I knew about open relationships, poly shit, stuff like that. I'm just strictly swinging, you know, hard and soft swinging. That was it. So, I, I agreed to it because she was sexy, you know, nice. She had fake tits. She had uh, three kids. One, one was a set of twins. So she had uh, only was pregnant twice. Nice body. She had the mommy tuck and all that, which I didn't care because it's all good. So I'm over there. I decide we meet up. We meet up in Fredonia. So out of all places. So for Donium, New York, we met up. We were at the Holiday Inn or whatever we were at, you know, and we do our thing. We, you know, we're having sex all night, you know, doing all that crazy stuff, you know, and we're having a great time. Sunday comes around, we say goodbyes. I didn't think anything of it. I thought maybe this was the last time we were going to see each other, but no, she calls me again. And I also see him at the country home again. So every time I'm seeing him, they're at the country home and I'm always hooking up with her and I, variety I like variety sometimes it gets boring but with her it wasn't that boring it's pretty good with her because she was very open when we we're at the club so they decided to ask me how do you feel about being her boyfriend I'm like uh well I guess it's okay. I don't mind. What do you think? You know, because I'm like the man. I'm like thinking, what are the rules? Well, the rules were I can only be with her when we're together. We can't go to a swingers club or anything like that, which kind of sucked for me because I'm like, well, maybe we could go to the swinger clubs, the clubs that I can't get into by myself. And I can see how the other side lives. But no, that was the rules. And I and I followed the rules first for it because I had the respect for him because he was a good guy to me. He wasn't like an asshole where you go, fucking single guys suck and all that because I encountered that a lot. He was very nice to me so I was like, well, I'm going to, you know, respect his wishes, follow his rules and, you know, be good. Be a good little boy. So, we we dated for eight months and we had a lot of sex. None of it was protected. We always had unprotected sex. Um, and I just remember having a great time with her, never, ever worrying about catching anything. So long story, uh, sh long story short, we had to break up because she was in college at the time. I think she was getting her doctorate and they went to Washington, D.C. Well, she did. Hubby stayed behind with the girlfriend. And a week after the trip, I asked her how it goes. And, you know, she was very quiet. And she told me, well, we can't see each other anymore. My husband is mad at me. I go, what is he mad at you about? What did I, I thought I did something. Find out. Hubby told her, don't fuck no one at the trip. And she ends up fucking someone at the trip. And he finds out. So he puts it where she can't have a boyfriend anymore. So I'm fucked. And the funny thing is, after that, I don't know what happened to him because I never saw him again at that country home. I would go for another two, three years before I moved to, moved back to Michigan I never see him at the country home. I don't know what happened to him or anything. I hope they're alive and well, doing great. But after that, I never saw him again. So I'm a free man. I go to the country home, start going back again. This is my route. 
I would go to the country home. Actually, I would go to DJ's Island on Friday. From DJ's Island, I would go to the country home on Saturday night because they allowed me on Saturday night. So that would be my route. So I would go there, party, have a good time, meet more couples. I met a nice single, actual single girl, a nice thick girl. I like those thick girls. Uh, we hit it off. We played together, and we would meet up. She lived in Pennsylvania. I lived in New York, Buffalo, New York. We would meet up once in a while. You know, no relationship ever came about it. So that was the country home. Uh, I hope it's still open. I hope the lady's still alive, um, but I doubt it because she was very old at the time. But I love the country home. Out in the middle of nowhere, you know, anything can happen. People were very respectful. The owner was very respectful. So, you know, you got to take your wins. But let's talk about DJs. DJs is my favorite club. I found DJs on SLS when I moved to Buffalo. And it's only, it was a two-hour drive. So I finally said, yeah, I'm going to go. I'm going to go hang out, see what it's about. And I go on a Saturday because they allow Saturday guys. Saturday night guys can go in there. Now you're probably thinking, oh, man, it's probably a sausage fest. Nope, it was not. I, Whenever I would go, I would be one of two single guys there. Maybe, you know, be a third. But there were never a lot of single guys at DJ's Island. So I signed up for a membership. And get this, membership for the year was a whopping $50. I know. I'm, I'm shocked. Probably people are crashing right now if they're listening in the car. It was only $50. Now you got memberships at like $100, $300, $4,000 now. But it was only 50 bucks. They gave you a key, ca- uh, key card so you can get in the door. Um, and I think it was $60 for me to get in because I remember it was $110 total for the first night. It was like 60 bucks after that. So I go the first night. Nothing happened. I didn't get any action or anything like that. I was just, you know, this was a whole different ball game. You walk in, you have they have two servers, two bartenders. You have a membership number. You give them the membership number. Number they will write it down on your liquor and they will serve it for you. They'll get it for you, serve the drink or whatever, which is cool. Uh, at this time, I never saw anything like that, so I thought that was pretty cool. They had a kitchen and they would serve steak. Uh, pasta stuff like that and I'm not talking like you go get it yourself they would have servers come and serve you your food so you get your table you sit there a waiter would come out waitress would come out and ask you for what you want they would only have a choice of two uh, sometimes when it's a special occasion they would have uh, you know more choices so what they did was the servers were usually guys and they would give them a free pass if they worked that night. Now, as you work, you can't fuck. So you're not fucking anybody. So you're working the, for that free pass, which I thought was a great. It was a good barter system because I would have done I would have done that. And I probably should have asked, but nah, fuck it. I don't want to work. I said I would just be fucking. So they would serve you uh, your food and whatnot. They would have a soda fountain. So you don't have to wait in line for soda. You just go to the soda fountain and get it, which was good for me because I drink nothing but soda. And they would have a dance floor, DJ playing all up front. You go to the side. They would have rooms in there. And I think most of the rooms would have a shower in them, so which was great. So that shower in the bathroom. So once you're done, you clean up. You don't have to go do the walk of shame and clean up. They had, you know, I think they had a dungeon room with the, you know, the toys and all that. But one thing I was thought was good is cool about the place if you wanted to stay the night you could at the place you would have to reserve the room you have to have the rooms available but at 2 a.m that room was yours i never did that because i didn't didn't want to be on the bed where everyone's fucking fucking and soaking up you know sleeping on guys' jizz and women's pussy jizz so you know but that was an option which was good for couples who especially if you're a drinker um we they had a hot tub they didn't have a pool, but they had a nice big size hot tub, uh, big uh, shower, so you could fuck in the showers. You know, you can have an orgy in the shower. They had a they had a nice little group room, which would be where I would plant myself because that's where all the action would happen for a single guy. So, you know, a couple times that first night, no, no action, just jerking off, watching people fuck. So no problem. But there's a lot of beautiful people there, so I'm like, I'm coming back. 
and I found the DJ's Island uh, Yahoo Club. And I joined up and I just posted my profile and, you know, I started getting hits about when you're going to come, when you're going to come, let's meet up if you're going to come. So I'm like, all right, well, I might as well try it again. I email everyone, I'm coming this day. And, you know, I meet these people, I hang out, we're dancing with them. Then, you know, we go out and do things. We decide, is this a good thing to go and do stuff? So we're all thinking, start playing with someone. She starts going down on me in the group room. People are watching or start coming in. They start watching. Always got to have a fire started. Me and her were the first one started. She was married. She was with, with her husband. He didn't care. He was out there with his girls, playing around with the girls. So she's back there blowing me. People are starting to, you know, start joining us. They get on the bed. They don't participate with us, but they're participating on their own with themselves. So now more people come out. So I throw on a condom. I bend her over and I'm fucking her. And I single to one of the guys there, you know, put your dick in her face. She'll suck it. And lo and behold, next thing you know, me and this guy are tag teaming this woman. Do I know her name? No. I don't even remember her name. I don't remember anybody's name because, you know, usually I don't ask. This was the time when people were swingers and people didn't give a shit about stuff like that. But so we're playing, having a good time. We switch up. He starts railing her from behind she's sucking me we're having a good old time i lay down on the bed she puts her pussy over my face he's pounding her from behind i'm licking her clit as he's fucking going in and out of her you know and i roll like that i'm not a shy i'm not afraid of being called a homo or whatever you want to call us i'm very open-minded very secure of my sexuality i ain't sucking dick i ain't taking it in the air so no worries for me but you know what? It's all about her, guys. In couples, it's all about her. So we finish what we're doing. We're having a great time. We're talking, laughing. He goes off with his wife. His wife is watching us all the time. Uh, I never, ever thought about actually having the wife come and play with us. I didn't really give a shit. The only thing I cared about was her having a great time. Because if she has a great time, guess who she tells who had a great time? She tells all her girlfriends in the club. And guess what? Word spreads. When word spreads, it's like a disease. It hits everybody. So, you know, next time a couple wants a guy who's reliable and who ain't a fucking weirdo, they call me. And I would get like, what what would you call that? Not sloppy seconds, but I would get sloppy. I guess I would get sloppy seconds from from her telling her girlfriends that I could pull it off so go back out there with her start dancing again another girlfriend of hers in a group we start talking and husband starts talking to me I'm talking to husband I try to pay more attention to the husband now this is this is me showing the man's respect and saying hey I'm here for fun I'm here to play with your wife but I want you to know it's going to be okay. I'm not here to steal her. I'm not here to hurt her or anything like that. I'm just here, you know, to make her happy. So when she comes back to you, she's happy. A lot of guys don't do that. A lot of guys will sit there and just care about themselves, talk to the girl. Like the guy at Colette's where he, I left to go to the bathroom and he decides to talk to my girl. Don't do that. That's a big blacklist. That's a big no-no. You're 89. You're out of there. So I'm talking to him, trying to, you know, trying to make him secure that I'm not a bastard or anything like that. And he says, let's go. Let's go play in the back. So now it's a big group. I thought they were talking about the group. I didn't think they were talking about me. So I'm like, fuck, now I'm by myself. Nope. She comes back. She grabs me and says, let's go. So there's four couples and me. And... I'm excited because maybe I'm going to fuck all four of them. I did not fuck all four of them. I fucked two of them. I almost had my first female, male, female threesome, but no, it was not to be. So we go in the room. We close the door. We all get butt-ass fucking naked. All right. And we're having fun. Spit going everywhere, swapping. All the guys we laid on the bed, the girls go from one guy to another. Sucking their dicks, getting them hard. And once the guys are hard, boom, we start playing. Intercourse starts happening. 
I started pick the girl I was dancing with at the end. Nice little brunette. And my first Asian woman. I actually in the fucking, she's in the group. So I got the brunette. I'm on top of her missionary style. You know, pumping away. Trying my best to make her happy. Asian girl comes around, sits on her face. I'm like, oh, wow. So the Asian girl's getting her pussy eaten. I'm kissing the Asian girl. And I'm going in and out of this beautiful, beautiful brunette. So we end up switching up. I get on. She gets on top of me. She climbs on top of me. Asian girl sits on my face. So I'm eating her pussy. Having the girl uh, ride me cow cowgirl style. Now, the problem I don't see this as a threesome is because there's a bunch of other people in the room. I want to, if I was going to have a threesome, I want it to be a male, female, uh, female, two females, and me, all alone. I want them all by myself. I don't want to be sharing with them. So, that's my thing. I wouldn't want to be, I don't count it. I've done this many times where I had two girls at the same time, but I never was alone with them. I always had their husbands, boyfriends, and a bunch of a group of people watching. That's not what I want. I would never characterize that as a categorize that as a threesome. So she's sitting on my face. Girl sitting on has the girl that was on me squirted. So she needed a break. She wanted to get water. The girl, Asian girl, stops. Grabs my condom, takes it off, puts another condom on, and she starts riding me. So it only took about, I don't know, one minute. I was like, fuck this. I'm going to you know, do her doggy style. Pound her real good. This is my first Asian pussy I've ever had. So I'm pounding her real good, having all that fun. And boom, I pop. Have a nice big one, you know, pull it out. And I got a fucking a gallon of jizz inside a condom. She takes the condom and fucking eats the cum. She pours it out of the condom and ate my fucking jizz out of the condom. And I was like, holy shit. I, that's porno stuff. And she did that right in front of me. I was like, oh. I was kind of disgusted at first. I was like, oh. you know, I had like that gag reflex. Like, oh, oh, and all that. But I was like, oh. So I was like, okay. Hey. I was like, yay. You know, you know you're doing the applause and all that. Because everybody thought it was awesome when I was really fucking disgusted by it. So I get up, go to the bathroom, piss, and my refraction time is like that. Quick. And I get hard again. And I pound doggy style, the brunette that I was with. I should have tried the other girls, but you know what? They were kind of busy and they didn't look like they were single male friendly. So I don't know. Maybe it's just me that I'm thinking too much. Trying to have respect for people and not trying to be a fucking horn dog, even though I am. But don't get me wrong, I am a fucking slut. I am gonna fuck, but I'm not gonna disrespect a man or a woman just to get laid. I'm not gonna kiss your ass just to get laid either, couples. I don't chase pussy anymore, you know? And I don't, I'm not saying pussy chases me, but I'm just saying if you don't like me for my personality or how I look or anything like that, then I can't change it. So what's my point? So I'm pounding her, pounding her. I pick her up. I'm pounding her. She's on me. She's now. She's a petite girl. She's not a big girl. She's not a thick one. But she's good looking. I like her anyways. You know. So I finally. She comes again. I blow my load again. I pop again, and we're done. And I'm done because that's two in within thirty minutes. So, you know, I go get cleaned up. I'm sweat. I'm a fucking sweaty mess towel off, jump in the shower with her, clean her off, clean myself off, and boom, we're out. Going out there dancing. And that was the night, and that was the pretty much the end of the night, other than dancing and shit. Because I really was, I was sexually satisfied. I had a great time. You know, three girls in one night is pretty good. It's not like when I first started, when I was 21, I'm fucking five, six, seven, eight girls at a night at Dane Swimming Social, but it was a good night. You kind of become that selfish as you get older and as the older I got the more least selfish I'm getting so that's always a good thing I'm guessing so DJ's Island was always a good club for me and like I said I always recommend it if you're going to go take your girl first time do your research take her to a high class club don't take her to some ghetto ass club look at the pictures do your research look at reddit 
do look at the reviews. Now, all the reviews on Google are going to be like, oh, this place is awesome. I love it. We're going to be back. Then you'll have those ones, oh, this fucking place, the owners are rude, stuff like that. Only unfortunate thing is that reviews are just that. They're the reviews. They're not really fucking what it really is. Because everyone's going to have a different opinion on a club. I'm always going to have a different opinion, especially if I'm alone. If I'm by myself, I'm going to have a different opinion because of the fact that I'm a single guy. I'm treated different, whereas you as a couple are treated like gold. All right. So just look at the pictures. See where it's located in the city. If it's in a usually, unfortunately, a lot of these clubs are in the bad parts of town, especially in Houston. You, I always got to bring my gun. I got a concealed carry license and I always got to bring my gun to the clubs whenever I go. So. You know, you just got to remember, you probably might be in a bad part of town. So, do your research, couples. See if they allow single guys. If you're not interested at all in single guys, don't go on a night where there are single guys. If they allow single guys on a Friday night and you don't like single guys, you don't want to be around them, go on a Saturday night where they don't allow single guys. And if the club allows single guys all the time, well, then maybe find another club. Also, a good way to do it is... If you go out of town, go to a club in that city. No one knows you. You don't have to worry about running into your parents, your grandparents, or people you work with. That's actually happened to me once back in Buffalo. And I actually fucked um, someone's family members there. I didn't know they were family members. No, they're not blood related. I'm talking about a friend of mine's mom. I fucked one of my friends' mom. I didn't know... That it was his mom. I was at Caliente, and I just happened to fuck her. She was there. I was there. I was hard, horny, and she had a nice tight pussy, and I went for it. But anyways, so that does happen. So you won't have to. You don't have those worries if you're worried about it, couples. If you like single guys, well, then you go on a night where single guys are. If you feel like that's what you want, do it. All right. Just make sure you go on a night that allows them. Because if you go on a Saturday night and they don't allow them, and you are looking for extra dick. Well, you're going to have to get the extra dick from a couple. I don't see a problem with that. I don't have a problem with that with my girl, my swinger partner. You know, if it's a couple, she could go fuck both of them. I watch. Bada boom, bada bing. We're all happy. All right. So, like I said, DJ's Island, go do it. Beaver Falls, Pennsylvania. Great owner. Great building. Hopefully, it's still open and all that. So, that is a lot of stuff we talked about. Let's get into the world of labels. When I first started swinging, people hated labels. No one wanted a fucking label on them. They all wanted to be the individual. Now you got these people. They want to label every fucking thing, even in this lifestyle. Why? Stop it, people. We don't need labels. You're there to fuck. Have a good time. Big friends. Let's do that. We don't need labels. But let's see. Let's go over this. I went on, let me position this, so I went online and saw some things. Um, you know, I don't know why this is fucking swinging. This is bigamy, I don't know why that. Then this thing called boundary, where it rules, they got cheating, comprehension, I don't know what the fuck that is. I don't know. Comprehension is a warm emotion some rare people get through seeing their partner's joy of sexual gratification from another person. That's called cock-holding or cuck-queening. So, I don't know. Sometimes. Then they got cuck. Before the word cuck was hijacked by the alt-right. I don't know. Whatever the fuck that means. It referred to a pretty, perfectly good kink. Speaking in traditionally, a cuck gets off on watching his wife have sex with another man. That is kind of fucking... That's me. Um, I am... There's an aspect of humiliation. I'm not into watching my girl get fucked by, you know, you know, guys with fucking ten inch dicks. I don't care. That ain't no big. That ain't gonna help her. She's gonna get her fucking insides ripped. So why is that gonna make her happy? It's gonna make me miserable because she's gonna bitch about it. But I know some guys that like to be humiliated. Oh, I got a small penis. You got a huge one. It's not me. I don't have a small penis I got an average size thick cock and I know how to use it so I'm not fucking into that humiliation so cuck is kind of a fucked up term but it is what it is the female version of a cuck is known as a cuckwin 
or cut clean, whatever it is, however you say it. So, you know, but my swing partner's not a cut clean. She don't really like watching me fuck other people. They have a don't ask, don't tell. Relationship couple is allowed to sleep with other people, but they agree not to talk about it. Well, that's kind of good. A dragon is a male version of a unicorn. This mythical and hard to catch beautiful bisexual who will fly in. All right. So what happens if you're bi-friendly? I'm not bisexual, but I'm bi-friendly. So what's that called? I'm sure they got a fucking label for that. But a dragon's a bi-male, a single bi-male. And I think bi-males get shitted on. Gay sex or bisexuality for men in this lifestyle is not what it is. People will tell you, oh, man, we are accepting of everybody. Well, go to a club and see what you can suck someone's dick in the middle of the dance floor. See how you get treated. See how it goes on. Have I, I have never, I've been doing this 25 fucking years. I have never seen two guys go at it at a club. Now, behind closed doors, I have guys go, oh, I'm bisexual. Do you mind if I touch you? I'm like, fine, you can touch me. It's okay. But let me know you can touch me, but I'm not touching you. So, you know, and you get couples that are freaked out by you. you go online. You see couples at by carriers or by guys do not apply. Like, who gives a shit? Was he going to just rape your Do you really think the guys are going to I'm going to fuck you in the ass right now? No, asshole. If you tell them you're not by, it don't matter. I fucked with plenty of by couples that never touched my ass, touched my dick or anything. The guy never did. And I never ever, you know, when I would set up threesomes with my swing partners, I had guy buy guys come over and fuck her all the time. You just gotta communicate. No, I'm not into dudes. I'm into you. I'm into pussy. You, the woman, and it should be all right. They got ethical non-monogamy. Fluid bound means the partner you don't use condoms with. Oh God, Jesus Christ! Can you just say bareback? Fuck. Hierarchical, poly, however you say it, is there is a clear pecking order in this relationship. So if you got three people, there's the main, secondary, third person, whatever. Jealousy, whatever. Monogamish, monogamish. Another term coined by Dan Savage describes couples who are basically monogamous but respect human nature. Okay, I'm only I'm gonna fuck whenever I feel like it. Basically, Jesus Christ, people. You fucking Gen Zers are ruining this fucking lifestyle. Oh, new relationship energy. Okay, whatever. Open relationship. Y'all should know that. Uh, a paramour typically refers to an illicit lover of a married person. So it's typically an unethical, non-monogamous uh, term. So it's cheating. Okay, so why not just say fucking cheating? Uh, Jesus. Polyfidelity. Just because there's more than two doesn't mean the fidelity is off the table okay whatever so this is from gq now maybe that's a problem right there gq solo poly while some poly people want a primary partner others dislike hierarchy within the relationship and want everyone to be on the same playing field okay they got the thruple which is a three person they got the unicorns single by female so what's his, what what are they so what's uh, a female that's a straight woman in this lifestyle called? I don't know. Then here's some really good stuff single you know, BDSM. That's the bondage and discipline. Not into that, never been into it. I had girls that were into it. I know I would always tell them if you want that shit, you have to go to someone else. I don't I just can't beat a fucking person. You know? I know it gives you pleasure, but still it's just fucked up. You got bicarious, bisexual, bukkake, re repeated ejaculation on an individual, dead bedroom, a term used to, to describe a depleted sex life. Ooh. You got DP, double penetration, full swap. Now, when I first started, there was only two labels, full swap and swap stop, uh, and soft swap. Full swap, when a partner or couple is willing to engage in sexual intercourse with another person or a couple. All right, no problem. Gang bangs. We're all the rage, having lots and lots of them. So that usually means three or more people. So it'd be a woman and three guys, or five or six guys. Group sex, two or more people engage in intercourse. They got MFM, 
and FMF, the threesomes with the two females, threesome with two males. You got pansexual, polyamory, sub, soft swap. That was one that uh, a lot of couples were, where they would just have sex in the same room, same area, uh, vicinity as other people, but never fucking swap partners. Uh, the lifestyle. Now everyone calls it, no one calls it swinging, they call it the lifestyle. And another term they use to put down their friends, vanilla. I'm going out with vanilla friends this evening. Maybe I could get out, get out of there and some swinging some lifestyle activity all right just because not everyone's in the lifestyle not everyone can be in a lifestyle and no one and a lot of people that are in the lifestyle should be out of the fucking lifestyle okay you really don't need to be in it because you should not be in it because you don't know how to act and you're doing it for all the wrong reasons then you have this opp now for all you oldies opp yeah you know me you got opp OPP was very different when I was growing up, but now OPP means one penis policy. And I see that a lot of couples that when I look at their profile, we're just looking for a girl, 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 girl. Of course you're looking for a girl, but you know what? Why don't you just get a hooker? It's going to be a lot fucking easier and a lot cheaper finding, a lot less time consuming too, trying to find a girl. All right. They're hard to get. Because you creep the shit out of some of these girls. And some of these girls are just full of shit in the first place. Because they just want the fantasy. They want to talk about it. I'm talking to a girl now. And all she wants to do is tell me. how, what, what, If we go to the club, what will you do to me? And I'm like, I will not talk about it. You will have to meet me first. And we'll discuss all the details in person. And guess what? Not one fucking text message back. Because she just wants to fucking jack her bean. At my expense. And I don't do that shit. So whenever... When I'm on Bumble or Tinder and someone emails me and wants to talk about the lifestyle, I go, listen, I'm not into talking about it over text. If you want to meet up for coffee, I'm sure and happy enough to meet with you. And nine out of ten times, that's it. The end of the conversation, no one talks. Also, it could be a dude on the other end, too. <laughs> that's another thing. You don't know if it's a girl. I could take pictures off the internet of a chick and fucking start having conversations with a bunch of men you know within five minutes from ending this so you know it's just one of those things and the one penis policy i think is fucked up how can you tell your girl you're okay with you're fine with sticking your dick in some other woman's pussy but you're not allowing your wife to have another dick inside her pussy why because are you insecure with yourself are you worried that she might enjoy another penis more than yours well duh that's what it's all about her satisfaction. He's going to tell you this, brother. There are couples out there that cheat on each other left and right. I should know. Because I would get phone numbers from these women. Uh, let's meet up. Okay, no problem. Where's your husband? Oh, he's at work. He's doing that. Okay. Does he know you're here? Oh, yeah. Find out. He don't know shit. He, don't, he thinks she's being faithful. She's fucking faithful. Listen, if you have a woman, if your girl only wants to fuck women, great. But if you're pressuring her only to fuck women, that's going to be a problem. You're going to end up in the divorce swinger lifestyle where you won't be swinging for long because what happens? People's attitudes, people's feelings change over time. Five years from now, she might be all cool right now with just fucking eating pussy and getting her pussy eaten out by another girl. But what happens in five years? What happens when those hormones change? Because guys, what happens to women when they get older? The hormones change. What happens when they get pregnant? Hormones. The hormones change. So, what are you going to do? When she comes to you, honey, I really feel like I want a fucking dick. I want to fucking suck on a nice big dick and fucking have it fucking rip my insides in and out. What are you going to do? You're going to say, no, we have an OPP, one penis policy, honey. You said you didn't want that. Well, what's going to happen is your ass is going to go to the fucking swinger divorce court. You're going to be no longer swinging because the fact that you can't handle another dick inside your wife. Now, like I said, if that's you, what you both agree on, she's full board. I'm fine with that. I have nothing but respect for you. But if you're a dude and you're telling your wife, well, I don't think you should have another man because I don't want you to have another man. I think you're fucked up and I don't think you're right. And you're a fucked up dude. Because guess what? Your wife could go to a bar right now and yell out, I don't need two dudes to pound me in the in the backseat of my car. Guess what? There's going to be two dudes right there. So if you think for one minute that she's going to put up with your shit, 
you might want to change her the way you're thinking because she ain't she'll change and like I said when I first started I was a selfish son of a bitch I just wanted to get a woman to fuck more women I wasn't thinking about the girl you know I like to apologize to you know April Heather for being a dick when we were fucking it was all about me not about you so I like to apologize to them but but for you gentlemen you got a wife who's willing to let you stick your dick in another female you better let her be have what she wants you go baby it's saturday i got the fuck two girls last saturday we're going to a club night it's ladies choice baby you you want whatever you want you want you want another man in you baby you got it you want another girl you got it i'm gonna sit back and relax and watch you have fun because i love you so much and you know what you'll probably be a lot happier couple you'll probably be a lot happier knowing that she could come talk to you about her sexual desires. I was listening to a podcast about a girl. She met her husband and her were swinging. They were swap swapping couples. Then she got into the game bang. She loved having six guys at once. She's a woman after my heart. I love her. Then find out they stop having sex. You know, life gets in the way. They got older. She ends up meeting a nice 30-year-old. She starts fucking a 30-year-old. Husband doesn't know. She's on the podcast asking for help. How should she proceed? She's asking. Do I tell my husband? And that's what's that could happen to you. You don't want that to happen to you. Because you don't know what's going on. I would rather have my wife fuck another man in front of me. Knowing that she, the dude's wearing a condom. The dude's respectful to her. And not being the shit out of her. And treating her like a fucking whore. Than her going out. Going to a bar one night. And go home with some fucking random dude. Don't know. He might just fucking stick his dick in your, Blow his load inside of you. And guess what? You got a fucking baby. Or you got an STD. Or he beats the shit out of her and kills her. I would rather have my wife with another man in front of me. Because I can control the situation. Like I said before. I'll tell a bunch of dudes to fuck the back off. Get the fuck out. You're not going to get any. You're not going to get any. You disrespected me. You're done. But gentlemen... Respect your wives, respect your girlfriends that play with you, allow you to have this fucking lifestyle because it's a wonderful lifestyle. Okay, gentlemen, if you don't, you're going to lose it because they'll wake up one day and say, fuck it, you're not worth it. All right, so with that note, I'm out of here. It's Thursday night, watching the Pittsburgh Steelers, Tennessee Titans play. Watched the fucking baseball game yesterday. Congratulations to the Texas Rangers winning the first World Series. Hopefully the Detroit Lions will win their first Super Bowl. I will be in Vegas if that happens. I'll be paying $5,000 for my ticket. you damn right. I've been saving up since I was fucking 18 for this shit. Come on, Lions. Win one for me. If the Lions win, I'll see all major Detroit teams win the championship. They're the last, they're the last ones. But, you know, you know, treat everyone good. Be nice to everybody. Single men need loving too. Single women need more loving than anyone else because they're crazy. Couples, be nice to each other. Be nice to the ladies. Be nice to the men. You know, some guys are just fucking stupid and all that. So if you have any questions, comments, I'll put it on YouTube. All this bullshit on YouTube. Comment there. Tell me what an asshole I am. What a piece of shit I am. I don't care. I love all comments. Email me at swingingsinglepodcast at gmail.com. And you know what? And for that, I'm out of here. Keep on swinging, America. And we'll see you on the dark side.